zombies now you notice that yeah so we're gonna have clown walks clown walk. <laughs> clown walk come to the clown walk just whatever you do don't be a clown for halloween this year it's bad juju people going nuts i haven't seen one i would hope not i i just i want to see one just so i can just be like i saw i saw a guy dressed up as a clown apparently it all started like in like uh i think it was north carolina when these guys were dressing up clowns and were trying to terrorize kids like little kids yeah and then people just went crazy nuts well, yeah well i know in pennsylvania people do it as a joke but apparently it, it it's because i was just there over the weekend mm-hmm. but apparently it's like real popular there now in pennsylvania like that the state police are like actually saying if they see somebody dressed as a clown they're going to do something about it yeah i would hope so Hello and welcome to Cinema 7. I'm your host, Chris Hawk. To my left, as always, Marv Bakari. What's up? This is I, Fire and Ice special. Another one. Another one. An- another one. Another one. On to the next one. Another one. the next one. Another one. Anyways, a <laughs> lot of stuff today. Yeah. This is a... Uh, I just want to say that um, we don't hate clowns. We support... Absolutely we support- not. No, all clowns are evil. Oh, yeah. I mean, some are from outer space. Some are fine. Some are nice. Some go to college. Um, <laughs> we don't hate clowns. We uh we don't discriminate against any race yeah. of clowns. But if you're a don- if you're terrorizing kids as a clown, oh no go. You no go. You, no go. Bye. Bye. You better get your check. Because... Get back in your cl- little clown car. Yeah. And go back to Clown City. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just just get out of here. Go to Clown City. Just goodbye. <laughs> Take your infinite handkerchief. Yeah. And just get out of here. So we got some news. Some news, 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 news. We got some news. Some news. <laughs> and not, and uh, so in a non-clown movie today, we no. have um, the final installment of the Wolverine trilogy. I guess. Yeah. I guess is called Logan. That's it. That's it. Did you see the poster? It's it's all right. You know, a lot of people. It's a. Uh, it's basically Wolverine's hand and then claws, and yeah. then there's a, a, a other hand in his, in his grip. And a lot yeah, of people. It's a child hand. Child hand, and a, a or lot of it people could be Donald Trump's hand. Oh. They say oh. <laughs> you know uh, what did uh, Ryan Ryan Reynolds said? It was uh, Deadpool's little itty bitty baby oh, hand. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that would be hilarious if that was true. If Deadpool was in this movie, that would just be amazing. Maybe I bet they'll cameo or something. Cameo. But that's interesting. I still haven't seen the Wolverine, so <laughs> I have to catch up when he fights the giant robot and loses his powers. The giant silver samurai. Silver samurai. It's not that bad. No. I mean, would you a, would a, you rather watch the Wolverine or X Men Apocalypse? Uh the Wolverine. The Wolverine or X Men Days of Future Past. 
The Wolverine. The Wolverine. <laughs> or First Class. See, I... I... <laughs> Uh, first class because I haven't seen it. Whoa, already. two for one for the Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm Bring gonna have record. to. Record. That's a, it, it. Would be, I think it's better than you in fantasy. Okay, Chris Rock, <laughs> X Men Origins, Wolverine, or Spider Man Three. Uh, uh Spider Man Three. Spider Man Three. I knew. I knew. Yeah. I just wanted to hear you Spider -Man say, 3. say something positive about Spider Man Three. Ah, uh, the best part about Spider Man Three was the dance scenes. We all know this. I do love those scenes. You know what? You know what else I like about Spider-Man Three is uh, Stanley's line in it. I forget what he says, but he has a quote in that movie. Excelsior! No, he doesn't say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, that'd be funny. Is but, that the um, one when he proposed? That second one is when he proposes Mary Jane. No, third one. Third one is when he, he wants to propose. I think it's right after that, right? When he gives says him, something to him. Yeah, Aunt May gives him the ring that Uncle Ben gave her. Which, why isn't she still wearing? Because. Never mind. There's, you can wear two rings. It was There's weird as she had to move into an apartment. Because they kicked out of her the house. I think that was the second one that they kicked out of the house. Remember, she couldn't pay. That's what she was at the, uh, the bank for when Doc Ock robbed yeah, it. Yep. Do I at least get the toaster? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? No, that's if you open a no, new account with us. New account. So that's it for uh, Logan. I, I think it's pretty brave of them. Or bold. Bold, that's the word I was looking for earlier. Bold. Bold. To just go Logan and not have any reference of Wolverine on it. Yeah. It's pretty cray. Like I said, like I just told you uh, before we started recording, I, I uh, on Instagram, somebody, there's an artist on there called, I think it's Boss Logic, his name is. Are we, uh, he goes, needs a slogan. And he put an S in front of Logan. And he put needs A above it. And I said, I said, nah. nah. What do you need a slogan for? Nah. I mean, if they were going to do a slogan, maybe... This is the I, first, I understand why, so This people... is the first poster. Yeah. And it doesn't come out till March 3rd. Yeah. I mean, so, X-Men X -Men has been out for how many years? And people uh, associate uh, Hugh Jackman with Wolverine. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, you know. I mean, wasn't one of the posters for the one of the X-Men movies just an X? Yeah. Yeah. Just an X. With, like, the Silver Door X. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think that was two. I think it was just the X, right? Yeah. There was nothing else. Um, in other news, Mark Wahlberg is continuously in every natural disaster movie known to man. Based on true story. Based on natural true story, disasters. natural disasters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Deepwater Horizon, True Survivor could be considered a disaster. True Survivor? Lone Survivor. Lo Lone Survivor. My bad. And... Perfect Storm, I think. And Boogie Nights, that was a natural disaster too. Yeah, because that movie was high garbage. No, <laughs> you like you like Boogie Nights. Yeah. I haven't seen it all the way, so I can't say that. That was just Durka Digga. I know Justin Genova listens to us, and that's one of his favorite movies. So I just wanted to check, stab please. Him right in the heart. Check, please. Is that what you want to do? Check, please. Yeah. Taking your slogan. <laughs> but um, Mark Wahlberg is just just taking every single natural disaster movie out there and just. Putting his mark on it. Power that to is, him. I guess because of uh, who directs that? Berg. Peter Berg, his name is, I or think something so. like that. He does all kinds of movies like that. He's done Friday Night Lights as inspired by a true story or based on a true story. Mark Wahlberg. I think he did it? Lone Survivor. I think he did too. Based on a true story. Based on a true story. I just think uh, Mark Wahlberg could do that for the rest of his career and he would do fine. Yeah. 
I have, I have nothing against him. I mean, it's a little weird that he gets to play, like, how many real-life people... How many people look like Mark Wahlberg? Everyone looks like Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's a normal-looking guy. Just if you're built like a brick ton of a house. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mark Wahlberg's pretty ripped right now. Yeah. Pain and Gain was based off... That's Michael Beta. True. But is it, based, if it is based off a true story. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg just... When it's we like, get it, wow, Mark, that guy looks just like Mark Warburg that was in the BP situation. <laughs> Kurt Russell was uh, part of the BP situation. Why was it? <laughs> why was it Mark Warburg in Sully instead of Tom Hanks? <laughs> <laughs> I could believe. <laughs> I mean, Flight Two. Flight Two. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, why wasn't why wasn't why wasn't uh, Mark Warburg Captain Phillips? Why wasn't he Captain? Phillips? He should have been Captain Phillips. <laughs> he should have been in Da Vinci Code too. Wow, Da Vinci Code. Just take now. all Tom Hanks roles. Oh, <laughs> plays Walt Disney. How great would that be? It's a freaking codex. It's a freaking codex. <laughs> Hi, my Warburg. <laughs> you're the you're the, the you're the descendant of Jesus Christ. I, if you put it underneath the black light, if you put. <laughs> This this cause Optimus Prime. Then you got to put Tom Hanks in every single Mark Wahlberg role. Wow! Just look at that. That's a, that's an M for Mary Magdalene. Oh my God. <laughs> wow! Ah, a Mark Wahlberg. Just Mark Wahlberg's amazing. Oh, Mary. <laughs> that was Jesus's mother. All right. Disney announced a live-action Mulan movie. And Lion King. And Lion which King. Which John Favreau is apparently. John Favreau. How do you That's, feel about that? I like John Fav. Yeah. The Favs. The Fabs. I mean, Jungle Book did well. Yeah, but what are they going to do? I mean, no human is obviously going to be in Lion King. It's like, going to be all animal <laughs> actors. Rawr! <laughs> 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 That was great. That was great. Just uh, give me a little bit more. Just give me a little bit more. That's I don't know it. if John Favreau talks like that, but I can imagine he's just sitting there like, come on, give me a little yeah, more. Yeah. Come on, give me another give me, give me another roar. It's like a Woody Allen type of Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's who John Favreau cosplays as when he goes to work. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I just want to see um, Jackie Chan should be uh, Jackie Chan should be in this movie. He should be, uh, what's his name? Shouldn't be the general, the young general. He shouldn't be. Oh, we're talking about Mulan. I'm yes. sorry. I was like, oh, Jackie Chan in Lion King? He should totally be um, the baboon. The, the baboon? Uh, Rafiki. Rafiki. Oh, my goodness. Up banana. <laughs> Yo, if uh, Jackie Chan. Oh, they got to bring Whoopi Goldberg back for the, uh, for the one of that. They got to bring them all back. They should CGI the, the dragon. But actually, put Eddie Murphy's head on on the top. They say, uh, kind of like the face swap. This face swap. Eddie what if Murphy's they don't face... use Eddie Murphy, and they use Chris Hart? Kevin Hart, you mean? Kevin Hart. Chris Hart. Chris. Did Hart. you just fusion dance? Chris. <laughs> Kevin Hart and Chris Rock. <laughs> We're on fire today. We're on super fire. This is what happens. You take your clock on. <laughs> go back to class. When uh, when. When we're tired, <laughs> we should just do this when we're tired more we should, often. We should. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart would make. I think Kevin Hart would make a good Mushu. He's animated, mm-hmm. loud, great Mushu. Probably. And I hope they don't whitewash these actors. Like, like Great Wall. 
Hey, there's a reason why everyone's white in that movie, okay? <laughs> Not everyone's white. Just Matt Damon. You white? You Ben Affleck. We got any other news? The new Batman movie. Oh, that's right. It's called The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman. The Batman, the Batman. Yeah. <laughs> the Batman. The Batman. Uh, there's really not much to say about The Batman. Other than I'm, the fact that uh, we, Ben Affleck, I have tons of faith that he's going to yeah. do good. What do you think of the title? I think it's fitting. It's they different. Had to, they had to go somewhere. They had to do something. They had, they, they're running out of titles at this point for Batman movies. That's, tr- <laughs> that's true. That uh, is true. And that is, that is the news. It, now it's time for the main event. Welcome to the main event. <laughs> By God, I'm so hyped! I'm so hyped! Finally, so hyped! Uh, so this movie came out 23rd. <laughs> Twenty days late. Don't remind me. Ten days later. Don't remind me. Okay. Remind me, but this is a long time coming. Magnificent Seven review. Magnificent Seven. Now, I don't know if you've seen the trailers or not for this. But this movie looked like amazing. It looked like a million bucks. A million trillion dollars, all right? It it looked... We we were so hyped based off those trailers. Let me just say that when I first saw the trailer, I was like, Martin, you see this trailer? This is a good trailer. Yeah. It's a real good trailer. I think we saw it again when we saw Hell or High Water, and we were like, oh, you were like, like, that movie's going to be awesome. Yeah. (laughs) We were like, that looks like it's going to be awesome. So (laughs) after seeing this movie, we kind of came crashing down to Earth. Yeah. Do you? Ah, uh, I, I had. I think. While I, I usually try to curb my expectations going into a movie. I just there's just so many good things about this movie that I thought was gonna go right. Yeah, and, and it they, was from the trailer. <laughs> the trailer, like the trailer was spectacular. Yeah, and the world's greatest lover is in this movie. So, <laughs> the world's greatest lover. It fit better in the trailer. It it did. It uh, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> Just, do you want to do overall uh you uh, quick take quick take on quick it? take so f- this is gonna be five minutes no spoilers review so that if you want to go see it based on our reviews nothing will be nothing will be spoiled but after that all bets are off all bets all bets all bets no bets so if you want to see one of the better action movies of the year Magnificent Seven is one of those movies. But if you are going for, like, relationship-building action movie, like a seven-buddy cop movie, yeah, this is not your movie. No. No. This is, this is more mindless than tactical. Yeah, it has, it's, like... It, it definitely is straight, very straightforward and... And what it wants to do. There's absolutely no... There are no curves to this movie. It is a straight arrow. There's... It does not throw you for any loops. Well, maybe towards the end, they, they try to... They try to. They try to give us a little, like, oh... oh Denzel, Was- Denzel Washington continues to just give in Denzel Washington performances, and they do not disappoint. Some of the best lines in this movie are from Denzel. True. The, He's pretty much... the. 
I mean, even though he's billed as the star, he pretty much is the star. Like, he, he commands it. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Does this movie hold a candle to the original? I would say it does not. But as its own Western action movie, it does quite all right. You know, I was thinking about that. Like, it's not really a reboot. It's kind of its... I mean, even though it shares the same title, it's it's kind of its own thing. Kind of. Because it almost... Very similar. It's, yeah. it's definitely a reboot, but... It does it very differently than the original. Otherwise... Yeah. It was... You know, it's not from Clown City. Not from Clown City. <laughs> it, it was, uh, you know what? Just, uh, it was an okay movie. Yes. Like, if, if you're going based off the trailers, don't go into the, watch this movie based off the trailers if you haven't seen it. Just go into the movie totally like. I'm going to have, have, have a fun time. Yeah. If you've seen the original and you're expecting to be like the original, also don't expect that. Just go into it just like, okay, I'm going to go see a Western and it's going to be action-y and um, I'll see what, I'll see, just no expectations, I guess. Don't have any assumptions or anything. Absolutely. Just go in uh, thinking you're going to have fun. That was a quick take. Yeah. Let's get into the real stuff. Okay. So I, I really wanted to love this movie. Me too, me too. I really wanted to love it. I was very excited to see this. I, I think this was one of the most excited or Same. anticipated movies that I would Almost see definitely. of the there's, year. There's Arrival, there's Rogue One, there's Fantastic Beasts, yeah. and Where to Find Them. And then there was Magnificent Seven. And there Seven. was Magnificent Seven. On, you know, out of the sunset. Did, Just, what, how'd you think of the, the way it started off? I mean, I mean, that pretty much was... There was some acting in that... Oh, hello. There was some acting in the beginning... That I just right off the bat, I was like, "Okay, what is? Please, no." <laughs> so I, I, spoilers everywhere yeah, now. We're, we're, getting, we're just gonna get dig down to yeah, you. I, I don't think he was a good villain at all. The main bad guy. I don't think he was a good villain. He was hardly pre. I mean, he was hardly present. He was obviously a jerk, but he wasn't there enough to for us to hate him. See, I don't. Was there a main bad guy in the original Magnificent Seven? Yeah, in the original it was a bandit. And the, and the bandit, a bandit. Yeah, okay. he came to rob the city, mm-hmm. and then but they didn't take all the money. So they were going to, they vowed to come back more because I guess that was their way of, because I think he was kind of like, um, this is not like an insult. The, the original movie had a, a Mexican villain. Mm-hmm. Or he, he was a bandit. He was Mexican. I remember now. Yes, I remember. And he, he took he took the taxes from him and all that. Yeah. Stuff. So he came back. Money. He came back. I think to impose his power again. Mm-hmm. And he said he was coming back. And they were like, "Well, come back. You we're gonna we're gonna stand and help him." I don't think it's fair to compare this movie to the old one. Yeah, because the villain is. He's not. He's not like a bandit or anything. He's. I mean, technically, I guess you can say he's a bandit because he kind of bandit. T- the way he takes over the town. But he's like, he owns like a mining company, or he sounds like he he's does. He's very strict. Um. I mean, I'm sure everybody was back then, but he he's a rich man. He he's a rich white man, and he lives like in somewhere in San Francisco, Sacramento, Sacramento, and he, I guess, came to take this town because of the, um. Like the mining, the gold mine, 
that was close by. So he took it over and had them work for him. And he's got like the sheriff and stuff in his pay payroll, like in his pocket. He's like, you know, he's like sneaky, sneaky. Here's some money. Do what I say. The so, um, both movies are very quick too. They're very short, short-ish movies, like an yeah. hour and forty to two hours. I think I think they're OG Magnificent Seven's around there too. And um, I think Denzel was perfect for. Oh yeah, he he was definitely the Yul Brenner's role. Yeah. Just no nonsense, dude. I mean, when the best line of the entire movie is uh, when he goes to pick the guy, pick the guy up in the bar. Yeah. And he goes, uh, the bad guy goes, I got family and, and kids. And Denzel goes, they're better off without you. I was, I was, I was like, this is amazing. But you know, everything he does, he gives them a chance. Any yeah. person, he always hands over his gun or something. So he, he was very much a very, um, he was, I mean, he was technically a, a killer because you had to be apparently in, in the Wild Wild West. Apparently. Everyone dead. But at least he had a good, he had some good to him. You know what I mean? It seems like everyone else in this didn't really, well, I guess they kind of developed their, their kind, they, they, their goodness came out when they were, when they helped the people. Also, another thing to note is that uh, no one questioned Denzel at all because of he was black. No one questioned it at all, which is you kind know, of strange at the same did, time. I mean, yeah, it is kind of strange, but I'm glad they didn't really touch on that. Exactly. Because, I mean, we, we all know. I think but he was the, the only black person in the movie, actually. The only time you ever really got the sense of that is when, like, you know, like the, the awkwardness of, like, the times is when he walks in that bar in the, when you first meet him. And everyone's staring at him and like, uh, what's he doing here? <laughs> <laughs> but then he ain't playing around. <laughs> the um there's a lot of badass lines in this in this movie. There's there are some great lines. I uh I feel like the major one of the the major flaw in this movie was that there was um They try to do too many ones. They try they try to do too much with the whole Denzel's past and the main bad guy's past. But that was until the end. I know. But I feel like that didn't affect me at all. Yeah. I, I, what else have I watched where I feel like they've done that? I keep forgetting. I was just thinking about that today. Because, but, uh, what is it? Denzel confronts him in the end. Tells well, we'll, him about, we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, there's a couple movies that do that. We'll get... I, I'll, I think we should just wait to get there. But... um. What do you think of the uh, character introductions? The music. The music. I'm a big fan of the original score. Yeah. The uh, the original magnificent. The original magnificent score. So I was uh, I was very happy with the music for this one. It's a very. A lot of people didn't like the music for this. I was really? reading, but I uh, I didn't mind it. I I haven't looked up reviews or anything, so I don't know. What I mean, I told you that I thought it was a little like too loud, a little too epic. Is it I like was parts. it uh, Christopher Nolan loud? No. Okay. <laughs> what movie was that? Where it was real loud. Interstellar. Over... Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was a little ridiculous. But um, <laughs> but I thought it was too loud. It was too like epic. I mean, I get, I see what they were going for, but there was parts where it was too hopeful when it should have been like totally not like when. The dude would kill somebody or, like, something <laughs> totally evil or deadly just happened. And, or, and I was just like, why does the music seem like 
go like like real like yeah it was all right i mean i liked it but i'm just saying at those parts and and how epic a scale it seemed it Mm -hmm. was like i think they could have dialed it down a little bit and could have had benefit the scene yeah yeah and it could have been more sinister at parts when like somebody was somebody died or something. I always hate the fact when um, villains kill people that are helping them out, like their own lackeys. It's like I understand. What part are you talking about? Like uh, when he kills the guy that comes to tell him about the whole. You have uh, three days. Oh, the sheriff. They're the sheriff who was. On yeah, the yeah, yeah. I just yeah. villains. Just this. This is not how you win. It's not how you win. You know, killing your own, killing your own help. I think it's to scare everyone else. Because, I understand that. Yeah. But it just means you got a power complex. You just... You need <laughs> You just need chill out. Get right. your clown car. Get your clown car. Go clown <laughs> You just need to chill out. You need to chill out. Go uh, to well, Villain City. How did you feel about the character introductions of the seven? I actually liked the character introductions. Um, what bothered me Which was one? some of the actors, and I'm going to say Chris Pratt is one of them. He really? Was, he was. I thought he was completely out of element here like i just thought he he just didn't fit kind of to me and he was not very good in this movie acting wise until like the last 30 minutes star lord was the best part of the movie okay was he for you no nah. um what's your honest take on on chris pratt in this movie chris pratt uh, i didn't he didn't bother me he's like the steve mcqueen gambler character kind of right which is weird because steve mcqueen and yule they write out the end steve mcqueen survives in the end yeah doesn't he oh spoilers shit oh well well ha i um, we already said spoilers We're my favorite character introduction was ethan hawk and oh yeah by far that was the best billy i forget the asian's name but I he think was billy. in uh the the good the bad and the weird if you've seen it, yes, a, that's a good movie. That is a pretty good movie, and he's in that one, and he's fantastic in that, that one three-way too. That three-way standoff at the end, Woo! Oh, that was a good movie. Um, that one's really good. If you like, I think it's Korean. Yeah, Korean, and I think his name. I'm trying to pronounce. I'm gonna try to pronounce his name, but it's uh, Byung Hoon Lee, and I really like him. Oh yeah, he's he's really good. He, he's like he's one of the coolest. Of course, uh, members of the Magnificent Yeah, he's one of the. Um, he's definitely one of the best parts of the movie. And Ethan Hawke's character is pretty great too. Good what night. Is, good night. Yeah, that's right. How did you like Vincent Donor? Uh, Donor. Vincent D's character when you fir- when you first came out. When he first came out, I was like, "Ooh, that's oh, do you like neat. him? And did he, you really like oh, him?" When he talked, I was just like. <laughs> I like shook my head. I had to. It took a while to get used to. That's for sure. Yeah, I once you get used to it, like when they're in the town and stuff, and they're in the bar. You know, I I, I get used to it. You know, by then I'm like, you know what? It I, definitely threw yeah, me off. Yeah, at first, yeah, it's just like, what? You should not talk. Why are you talking? What if that's how he talked? Because he got hit in the head with the rock. You know, what if that's how he talks now? <laughs> you know which character was kind of pointless? Was the uh, Comanche? The oh, the Indian. Yeah, Native, yeah, Native American. Um, Comanche uh, means enemy to everyone. <laughs> hell high water quote. Hell high water. Oh man, I, uh, that yeah, I think the Indian. So so many wasted uh, so many wasted moments in this movie that 
yeah could, they could have there could have been better payoffs in the end like exactly well let's get let's finish the uh character you have one more you have the good night billy uh what was the uh the comanche's name i forget it was uh red dynasty red storm i just i just red know. harvest it was red harvest and then i just know that he's apparently a total hunk online like all babes love him all the babes all the babes love him all the all the babes all not only all the babes but there's a lot of men and women <laughs> online that like him that think he's attractive yeah but and then I the mexican pointless vasquez and awful he was cool. He was another good part. I think the best part of the movie was the relationship between him and Chris Pratt. And I think they should that, have played that up a little bit more. Yes, that made... I think that brought Chris Pratt out more. But I, for some reason, this Chris Pratt just didn't feel right to me in this movie. Like, I just did not... <laughs> like, maybe it's because I keep seeing him and stuff, and I'm just like... I think maybe just, it's in that Jurassic World. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the best movie of 2014? No. Was it 2014? No, it was last year. Oh, well, it was the movie of last, the best movie of last year. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> bungalow. <laughs> yeah, you want to come with me to my bungalow or Just whatever he says? Great movie. Great movie all around. No. Yeah. No. Great movie. No. Yeah. Anyone could have made that movie. Yeah. And it was and great. Like, Let's take the director from that and have him do episode nine because he'll listen to us. Just remember Colin didn't write Jurassic World. Okay. I know, but he definitely just did whatever he was told to do. Because <laughs> that's what it seemed like. The studio ran that We movie. could talk about Jurassic World all you want, but you know deep down inside that <laughs> it is a good movie. No, and No, it's not. It is a good movie. I will not agree. What? I, this I is the fire and ice. <laughs> oh, you know what? I was wrong. Colin did write some of the screenplay. So, you know. It was too nostalgia parts. Ryan Johnson is helping write the ninth movie so you don't have to worry about okay colin but if there's dinosaurs in episode nine you just know it's gonna be the best movie ever i'm sure there'll be star lord as long as he doesn't do easter eggs star lord marvel versus uh, he's gonna play the star wars theme like nine times and in like 20 different scenes like he did in jurassic world with the jurassic world theme made it more jurassic made it more jurassic no it didn't it it just was like okay i'm tired of hearing (laughs) no you're never tired too much no all right, be your own movie. I don't think you know what I. I honestly don't think he uh, decides whether how much music is put in that movie. Well, then maybe the music guy was paid off. He's like, I won't put this song in here right here, and I'll put it right here. <laughs> Who made that movie? Which movie? It was Universal. Yeah, Jurassic World. Yeah, Universal producer was just like, here, here you go. <laughs> the music guy, here you go. With the music Here's guy. Here's hundred dollars. Just uh, hundred dollars. <laughs> Throw the theme in there as many times as, as you many know. times. As many times. So I can talk about my love child with Jurassic World all day long, and how it was one of the greatest. Action and I can talk about how bad it was all day no. long. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, I, <laughs> Ethan Hawke, and the Mexican Vasquez, I think were the standouts to me. Other than Denzel, of course, Denzel having yeah. the most screen time. I. I wanted more from Ethan Hawke, honestly. I did too. I think he had a great subplot with him having PTSD. Yeah. Which was, it was pretty great. It was a little weird that he was Confederate and Denzel being African American, that they were friends. Mm-hmm. But hey, not everyone for the Confederates believed 
what they were doing. They yeah. just got caught in the war or whatever. Yeah. I uh, and Billy, what was that look? What was that look, Mario? I was just looking. I don't know why. I was oh, okay. Just thinking. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. So I want to talk about the probably the wasted space in this movie, and that's got to be no offense if it sounds mean, but the Indian just. Really, there's no room for this guy in this movie. He, it's it's not the fact that he's not good. Well, yeah, it's just that, that there's just no point to this guy. Yeah, the, he he's not this. His part's not well written. He doesn't really bring anything to the table. I mean, the way he joins them is kind of goofy. Like that's the same part where uh, Vincent, what's his name? Yeah, he tracks him. Yeah, he tracks him. He comes out behind him. He's like. <laughs> yeah, it's not what he sounds like, but you sound like uh, Jimmy Stewart, <laughs> uh, like a serious Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, that's my property. <laughs> I'm damned if I can't have it. <laughs> they should have just uh, added him in for that part. Jimmy Stewart, Jimmy Stewart's voice. Yeah, just <laughs> added that. That's in. life on the old west. <laughs> Oh, pow, pow. <laughs> okay, J- did Jimmy Stewart do some westerns? Because that would he be did. Great. Yeah, I, I bet. Yeah, I think he did one with John Wayne. That's amazing. But um, yeah, I just the Indian. I just uh, I, so much wasted potential. I feel like you know there's going to be a showdown between him and the other Indian exactly, on the yeah. on the uh, minor bad guys payroll, and you would expect it to be a great fight. I, and I love movies with people with different roles and stuff and i think that dates back to predator being you know which is one of my which is my favorite movie mm-hmm. you know everyone had a role on that in that group and i like movies with teams yeah yeah but like avengers yeah but in with predator <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 but avengers yes is what? a whole different story no avengers no story <laughs> it is the good story <laughs> Ultron had lips, okay? <laughs> he has to talk somehow. Okay? Are you turning Super Saiyan? And then... <laughs> but, so I, lo- I like team stuff. And um, there was just some parts where I was just, it just didn't come together. Like, they didn't come together. Because when you do a D, I don't know if anyone has ever played D&D, if they're, whoever's listening to us. Whoever, if anyone's listening to us. <laughs> to succeed, you have to be a good team. Yes. And you got to find a way for them to come together. And I just thought the way some of them came together was not like Chris Pratt's work. motivation. What's his motivation besides the horse? Like, honestly, li- he could have just be like, I could just go steal money and buy a horse. Yeah, there's literally no motivation for Chris Pratt. Like probably one of the most pointless scenes in the movie is when she's down by the brook shooting her rifle and he's talking to and her. He's talking to her. There's no point. It was just to have Chris Pratt interact with the babe of the movie. The babe. The J-Law lookalike. Even though she (laughs) kind of looks better than J-Law. I am. I will have to agree. I am. I just... I'm still torn on how the Indian could have been so much better. The Red... The Comanche. I mean... I'm just torn, man. So let's talk about that uh, that reveal now that we're kind of just... We're all over the place anyway. Let's just talk about the reveal of when... There, it's so Chris Pratt ends up dying. Boom! Because dead. he sacrificed himself, which is surprising to, to for the Chris guys, Pratt. Yeah, 
Surprising. Which, yeah, because he's a star. He's a megastar you, right now. You're a megastar. He's one of Hollywood's like top guys. Babes. Babes love him. Guys love him. <laughs> Pigs love him. Dogs love him. Cows love him. Everyone loves him. Snakes love him. Not snakes. Dave Bautista loves him. True. <laughs> Randy Orton loves him. True. I don't know about Randy Orton, but um, the Bell Twins. That was not funny. The Bell Twins. Love <laughs> Everybody loves Grandpa. <laughs> but Donald loves him. Donald loves him. Yeah. God. But uh, people are like, are they? What are they doing? Are they vomiting? <laughs> but um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not fine. Okay, <laughs> get your cloak car. Come on, come on, Don't the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> okay, go on. But um, yeah. So he sacrificed himself. Sacrifices to, himself. to destroy the Gatlin gun. He always want to blow something up. He ends up blowing himself up. Um, Ethan Hawke and Billy die on the on the bell tower of the church. So the most famous actors in this movie die except for Denzel. Yes. And, um, Vin, what's his name? Vincent, you know his name. Denorfio. He dies. Denorfo. Denorfio. He gets killed by the other Native American who's on the side <sighs> of the, and that could have been built up so nice. The, the, the Apache the other, the other, and the Comanche Yes. Fight, they just could have built that up so much better. But, um, another I've never wasted, seen a, pa- wasted I've never seen thing. a more lackluster fight scene. Like, destiny fight of, I'm an up-and-coming Comanche. You're an old Apache. You're old. Work for the man. Yeah. Against the law of the Indian. Apache warrior. Your disgrace. Should be a great emotional-filled fight. Last three seconds. Yeah. Literally last three seconds. Soldier soul to the white man. And then, yeah. He just comes up. Boom, dead. Boom, dead. Boom, dead. Boom, boom, dead. But, um... Uh, So... Comanche's OP. Please It comes to... You know, um, the villain of the movie comes down to the town. And he's, I guess he's like, you know, I'm going to do it myself. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then Denzel, you know, shoots him in the Denzel church. Denzel has uh, plot and it armor. Looks like, it looks like Denzel's going to, you know, say a final <laughs> line. <laughs> Denzel's going to say a final line and then finish him off. But you see the villain pull out a gun from his sock. Which took forever. Yeah, which took forever. And he was gonna. And you thought maybe he. And then you think he shoots Denzel, but then. But anyway, he reveals to, to him when he kneels down to talk to him to say his final words that he shows his neck, and it looks like that he might have killed his. He says something about he killed his family. Yeah, he was. Uh, what was it like nine or ten years ago? I just totally did not explain that scene right. But but no, you're doing. Uh, Denzel was explaining why he really took this job, basically. Uh, because they hint, Good Night hints at it the entire movie that you should be looking towards the future, not the past, and could be a hint about Denzel's past. Now you finally learn about this little piece of exposition in the final scene of the movie that the miner hired some homesteaders to kill his little, or hired some other people to kill some homesteaders. I think that's what the word is, right? Kill yeah. some homesteaders, and his family is part of the homesteaders, and his sisters parents and were all hung and murdered and he survived with a gruesome gruesome scur on his neck so he reveals that at the end that he he 
this is why maybe he took the job in the first place yeah. is to get revenge, which I think was meant to be like, we hooked you. You got this far to the movie. Boom. You're hooked. Uh. Now you like it. <laughs> but And I feel like that's what I was saying earlier. I think a lot of movies now are trying to do that. Like just not build up into it and then hook you with that little reveal. It would have been better. Right have... before, right before they invade the town, he could have told the chick, and then that could have made it much sweeter. Like she kills him before he does, but then he he's okay with it because they have they have the same connection to wanting to kill the villain. Or like just before he massacres the town, Denzel and him have a meet to try to make him stand down before any bloodshed. So you want to see like a draw, a draw before the massacre yeah. between the two. Let them interact. We're totally so, rewriting this movie now. So it's better at the end. But in the end, the the girl gets his man. Yeah, gets her man. She uh, she she kind of saves Denzel. Well, the 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 gunshot goes off. You think he might have shot Denzel? Psych. Uh, the chick was standing in the doorway and shot the bad guy. This is this is a big cliche now in movies where two people are fighting over a gun and you hear the gun go off and it's yeah. actually a person behind them. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, I just watched Road to Perdition, where. Spoilers in the With final. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah. That's final a good scene. Movie. If Mark Wahlberg was in, it would be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not murdering. <laughs> uh, Shut up, boy. The last scene of the movie is the boy is pointing the gun at Jude Law. Mm-hmm. Jude Law's telling him to put down the gun, and then you hear the gun shot, and you think it's the boy, but it's not the boy. It's actually Tom Hanks behind him. Big, big reveal. Mm-hmm. It was the girl that destroyed, that killed a man, not Denzel, that got shot. Which is cool. Yeah. But he didn't get that sweet revenge. Yeah. And then he awkwardly takes her, the rifle away from her at the end. Yeah. Just a, but anyway, lot, so the, a lot of nitpicks. So the uh, Mexican outlaw, uh, Denzel. And the Indian. And the Native American they just ride off together because they're the yeah, only they don't survivors. Even, they don't even help clean up the dead. No, they just like bye. Yeah, they take the, take all their money. <laughs> yeah, bye. Don't even help clean up. Which brings us to I think that's exactly what they did in Mag Seven, the original too. I think really? they just wrote off. That's when you get to hear the end. Is when you get to hear the Magnificent Seven song, which is fantastic. It's a good way to end the movie. By the way, this is all of our dislikes. <laughs> we haven't got the likes yet. Or well. They've been they've been scattered in there. Yeah, we kind of went all over the place. We'll get more organized, we promise. Yeah, but this is just the super tired yeah. Mag 7 review. The worst part, the absolute worst part of this movie would have to be the ending with the CGI and the names on the crosses. Let's talk about, the, the, give us a little brief so, about that. So there's an over... After they ride off in the after sunset. After they ride off. It sees, you see a CGI painted view of the town, and it looks... Terrible. It, it is, circles. It pans like the camera circles. Or pans whatever. around. It has the voiceover of the girl. It, she tells them how it wasn't just amazing what they did. It was magnificent, which is kind of corny, but cool. I mean, and then yeah. you see the you see these, like these, the crosses of crosses the, of with the guys' all their names on it. Yeah, of the four of the seven who died. Good night, Billy. Good. Um, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Might as well just name him Chris Pratt. No, his name was Jack Faraday. Okay, and then Jimmy Stewart. And, and then, then, I'm not. <laughs> his hand comes out of the ground. But yeah, that whole thing was CGI. Oh, dude, it was 
That was, was rough. That they didn't need that. That was rough. Yeah, they didn't need that. That was rough. I don't understand why they. You know what? I bet you that was added in in post production. Like, like they didn't really. They the the final ending was like them riding off into the sunset. Yeah, I that, bet that you, would have been fine. I bet you it was added in afterthought. Probably because you could have easily filmed this. Yeah. Just dig some graves and a hill. <laughs> yeah, you could have easily some. done that. That was the worst part of the movie to me. So we did take we we talked about we kind of scattered our <laughs> likes and scattered, dislikes. We yeah we scattered talked about the whole movie like we just were all over the place. But yeah, we we pretty much went over our dislikes. What give give us like two three things that you liked? Yeah, real uh, quick. The uh, the 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 fight scenes gun scenes were pretty spectacular i'm not gonna lie yeah when the first fight scene the first first fight scene the first firefight where the dynamite the trenches the yeah that was cool. that was that was good that was intense and chris pratt's hiding behind the thing or whatever the outhouse or whatever he's behind some kind of shed and then when good night comes back pretty great moment. oh yeah that was pretty cool i i really liked ethan hawk's character ethan hawk's pretty dang good I liked I liked that he had he just wasn't gung ho the entire time. Yeah, I liked that fact. And I, he had somewhat motive because his friend was uh, Denzel. He was yeah. a friend of Denzel, so he kind of had you know. Yeah, he wanted to help a friend. I did like the fact that Chris Pratt died. I liked the fact that he. I did like that. That was pretty cool. That I was wasn't a, expecting that. I, I wasn't. I was like, you know what. He's, he looks like you know, I was thinking I, I was expecting what the whole last fight would be and I totally got it all wrong because I mean there was deaths in there I didn't think I knew um, Jimmy Stewart Vincent uh, I'm not gonna die yeah the the big tracker guy I didn't I didn't think he, I thought he might die and I thought maybe Billy would die but I didn't think Ethan Hawke and Chris Pratt would die that was a little surprising to me but um, yeah I like that too that they were kind of like, well, you know what? We're killing him off, or whatever I, they thought. I don't know. I but. like, the, I like it. I absolutely love it when they kill off big name characters in movies. There are times where, in a lot of Tom Cruise movies, where I would feel emotionally fulfilled when he would die at the end. Yeah. Like Oblivion. I think Oblivion's a good one. Where if he died in the end, it would be great. Oh yeah, that would have been perfect. Uh, I mean, he kind of does. There, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. Uh, there's a lot of movies where I think where Tom Cruise, if he died, it would just the movie would be amazing. But and then I think Denzel was a great was a really good part. Yeah. I think I would watch another Denzel western if. Oh yeah, most definitely, dude. If the if Denzel just started doing westerns, I'd be up. Yep, I'm there. Sign me up. I think I I liked I liked this the gunfight I liked that Chris Pratt um wasn't like he rode off in the sunset I liked Denzel he was a good part I liked the relationship between Billy and Ethan and Ethan Hawke oh I that thought, was that was good I, I thought Billy was uh, a lot better than Chris Pratt as an actor in this movie <laughs> um, and you're just a Chris Pratt and hater maybe but um <laughs> I also liked. Um, what else did I like? I actually liked when she shot him at the end and cuz I thought maybe Denzel would actually die, but that was surprising to me. Um I feel like I didn't she, like the I reveal. Feel like, 
I feel like she should have gotten more screen time. That is true. But they gave her the kill at the end, I think. The, 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 maybe as the, well, here, here she, let's give her something. She was, you know, avenging her husband. Husband, yeah. I, I did like that. I, I will say, I, I will, I like that. The reveal was corny. Yeah. Not corny. It just wasn't, it wasn't satisfying. It just, yeah. it didn't do anything to me. When, when I heard it, I was like, okay. Which, you want to go into grades? Yeah, we can do, we can do grades. We'll do grades. Scattered grades. Scattered grades. I'm going to say, this is, Magnificent Seven is a good Western movie, and since we don't see a lot of Westerns anymore, it's, it's a good breath of fresh air. While this tries to reestablish itself as a Magnificent Seven movie, it's, it's hard not to draw parallels from the old Magnificent Seven. It's hard not to compare it. So it kind of hurts itself, but at the same time, it's still, it's still fun. Yeah. It's fun. But at the same time, I expected too much from this movie that, and I, I wasn't fulfilled in the end. I wasn't, it didn't, it didn't meet my expectations. While fun, I feel you like, more. I feel like I could have went back and saw Hell or High Water again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I would say this movie is a, if. You like Denzel and Chris Pratt. And, and you haven't you, seen a Western you, in a while. And you haven't seen a Western in a while, and you like action movies. See and this. you have no expectations. No expectations. There's, it's not bad acting in this movie. Except by Chris Pratt. No, you're wrong. <laughs> you're absolutely wrong. So this is an enjoyable Western shootout movie with some good actings and great, great one-liners. What's the Chris Taku? Chris Taku, this is a... Casual moviegoer, go see it in theaters. But for me personally, I would I would say skip it theaters, rent it for a movie night. Rent it for a movie night. I'd give it. I don't want to give it a seven because there's some. I think there's something on my list that has a seven so far. I can, you can give it a seven. I give it six point eight out of ten. Magnificent seven, six point eight out of ten by me. By you. By me, Mary Bacar. And that's uh, the 6.8 by Mario Bakari. <laughs> and a see it for a casual moviegoer and a skip it and a rent for Chris Taku grades for Magnificent Seven. I really wanted this movie to be really good. Me too. I wanted this movie to be spectacular, and I feel like I put my expectations way too high. You want to talk a little bit about ARC? I do. So do you want to explain? So ARC is this movie You on... talked about it last time on... I did. And I really enjoyed it, even though the ending was kind of whack. Or yeah. This, this movie could have been a great... I kind of expected it like towards the last couple, uh, the last 10, 20 minutes. I was like, watch this end like in a loop. I would say Ark is a good... I just spoiled it, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so what you do is... Don't listen to this podcast now. Rewind your <laughs> no, mind. No, stay with us to the end. Stay with us to the end. But uh, Mario ruined the best movie of the year. Okay. Whoa, best movie. No, but I, I saw it and I I uh, I actually enjoyed it. I mean, I wanted a little bit more because there's a little bit of they give us a little bit of lore or backstory on oh, certain man. things in the movie. 
about what's going on in the world around post-apocalyptic them. stuff and they don't give you anything about it except for like two factions fighting each other yeah and robots and a time machine yeah it's and- just it's nuts Without giving too much away, still, because this is a, like a good, I, yeah, good sleeper hit. I wanted, I wanted to see more of that lore, more of that the the overall elements in that they were talking about that you don't get to see. Mm-hmm. Be- I just want a TV show out of this. Give me a TV show. Yeah, I uh, I think it would have been better a four part series, five part episodes, six oh, episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it would get dry after six, maybe four or two episodes, or. More than one. Yeah. It's really short. It's like an hour and 30. What would you give it? What would I give it? Yeah. Um, I give it a... I give it from a 7 to a 7.5, somewhere S- around there. Since this is on Netflix, it is really at your own leisure to see this movie. So you could basically see this movie anytime. But... I. I give it a if we're going off Netflix stars. <laughs> yeah, I give it three and a half. Out of okay, five. that's actually that's a good, it's a good rating. I would say move this movie to near the top of your C list because it is a good put it in your list. It's yeah. a good time because there's not a lot of good things on Netflix. There's what are you talking about? There's a lot of great things on. Netflix. There is a lot of good things on Netflix, and there's a lot of old stuff. You're on Netflix. in a click hole, my friend. You just don't know what to watch. Excuse me, but <laughs> it's it's one of the better things on Netflix, in my opinion. I, I if you like time machine thriller movies, it's I think it does it very well. What's your Chris Taku grade? Chris Taku grade is I must watch. Must watch. I love time travel stuff. Love it. Absolutely love it. We should do an episode where we switch grades. Okay. Mart Mart Adam Maria Maria Martak Maria Martaku. 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 Yeah, Martaku. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna do my grades out of one out of one one out of one hundred. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you wanna do uh, weekly oh, do we recommend? Do, do we do final word before weekly recommends or after? After. Okay. Right. Yeah. We can do whatever we want. That's true. It's just us. It's just us, and this is an independent podcast. Independent. We pay for it, so we do what we want. Well, actually, we it's all of our podcasts. It's your podcast, our podcast. Yeah, we want this ours. to be your podcast. Yeah, it's all of ours. It's about. I think this might be our best one yet. You think so? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. we did kind of go all over the place with Magnificent <laughs> Maybe Seven. Maybe this is what we got to do now. Just go all, <laughs> just, just go all in. Just go all in. Go all in. Like, like how Mario plays poker. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll take a complete puzzle and we'll just mix it up. and pick Never up, solve it. Yeah, ever. Pick up pieces <laughs> and we'll just start from there. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh Weekly recommends. I there's a couple things I I don't want to recommend a bunch of stuff. I gotta pick, but give, lately me, one, give I, me one to recommend. And I'll lately, I've been watching you. some new stuff. Um, I watched the two episodes of Exorcist, the new show that's based on the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not recommending it, but I kind of am. It's I think <laughs> it's pretty good because it it kind of leaves you open to who's possessed. But it's also might be a lot of people are possessed, so these two people might have to battle more than one demon. That's which could terrifying. Yes, which could lead to more seasons. You know, so it stays around. Um, I also just watched. Was it called Lagamar or Lag Lagamir? Longa Longa Longamir, the sheriff movie. I know what you're talking show. about. 
Longmire. Longmire. Yes. That I have to watch from the beginning. I I watched it. I watched a couple episodes from season four. So I'm kind of like, I got to go back and watch it. It seems interesting. My uh, my in-laws love that show. Really? Yeah. I think I think Brittany has watched some too. I'm going to have to go back and watch it. And Luke Cage, which will be my weekly recommend. Whoa! Sweet Christmas, y'all. I've gotten to episode eight so far, and I have to say it's a must-see. Because it not only does it um, talk about some of the st- issues going on today, but um, it... If, I mean, I can't say it because I'm not African American, but I feel like it also has it could also take like if you are African American, it could take you and make you look at your own culture and maybe respect your own culture more because Luke Cage is very much about respect and he doesn't swear, and um, which I really like. He doesn't swear. He's about respect. He's respecting his history, respecting where he comes from, and respecting um, the people. In the in Harlem, someone's got to save Harlem. That's true, and uh, I really like it because I, I don't know. I, and better than the Get Down, <laughs> ten times better than the Get Down. <laughs> and I I really like it more than Daredevil. And Daredevil season one to me was was I told you. I mean I know you, you just don't it. like the Kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, I, I I would I didn't care for Daredevil season one, and I thought season two got better and toward in, until the end. Because I felt like Daredevil Season 2 just kind of ended. Like, I didn't really feel like it had a significant ending. And then Jessica Jones, I didn't like at all. <laughs> but Luke Cage, I thought, was dope. Luke Is Cage, the Kingpin in it? No. Well, I don't know, because I'm only on episode 8. So, oh, my! As far as I've gotten, I dig Luke Cage. And I recommend you to go watch Luke Cage, everyone. Uh, this hurricane uh, weekend? I might just do it. Do it. I just do it. My weekly liquor man is actually comic book wise. I um I subscribe to Marvel Unlimited, which is a weekly, which is a monthly service for Marvel comics where you can read as much as you want from the past six months on. So it's it's not recent comics. It's the last. It's six months. It's it's always hard to explain, but you do not get recent comics. Yeah, you get the the six months ago comics. So you have to wait six months for new ones to come out, which is fine by me. Cause but it releases the, all the issues, right? All of them. That's in the set. Everything. So, far. so I've been reading Secret Wars by Jonathan Hickman, and it is fantastic. I think it's some of the best comic book uh, comic book writing and comic book I've actually read in a long time, and I've been reading a lot of lot of comics i think it's just because it has my it's my favorite thing and it's just teams teams and so many teams what is it again secret wars secret wars the new secret wars the new secret wars there's jonathan hitman and all the tie-ins are pretty good i would uh i have have number one issue but i didn't i only got it for like collection remember i bought them both i bought two two sets remember oh that's right (laughs) i remember that uh so terrible so terrible, but uh, hey, one he's got there's the... uh the best part about Marvel Unlimited is that all the tie-ins, and there's like 154 tie-ins. Yeah, so they, they're doing that with Civil War two right now, and I'm just like I don't what? even want to talk about Civil yeah. War two. I think it's a a crash grab, most deaf. But uh, but some good things to come out of Secret Wars. There's some one shots. So what happened during the Secret Wars is all these universes split off, mm-hmm. and Doom made his own universe. Okay. 
So in these universes, fucking doom it. Damn, fuck doom. Excuse me. Yeah, <laughs> excuse, excuse me. Skills. Hey, we're PG thirteen. I can have one in there. We can throw one F bomb in one there. In there. <laughs> so Doom creates his own universe, and in, in one of the universes, there's so many things going on. There's different different worlds, part of the universe. One of my favorite one shots is uh, renew Spider Man renew your vows, in yeah. which Mary Jane and Spider Man actually are married, have a kid, and. It is shows a side of Peter Parker, which is super dope. I bet you really liked that. I loved it. Especially now. Especially because I'm about to have a girl. What are you talking about? I'm, 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 what, uh, what do you mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and But her name's not Annie. But if she does have superpowers, I would love her nonetheless. Yeah. But uh, it was more. fantastic. There's, well, there's a Master of Kung Fu uh, series, which is like five comics long. About, I might have to get that. It is it's really good. Is it's, it Mar? Is it Mari Bakari worthy? Yes, because I do love my kung fu. Your kung fu about uh, Shang Chi, and has Iron Fist. Iron Fist plays a big part and all that stuff. It's it's phenomenal. The only thing that kind of turned me off was I like the cover art, but the art inside was a little bothersome. For the for master me. master Shang master, master kung, kung fu. fu, but I I really want to get it. So I. It's going really off good. what you. I'm gonna go it's off. Really of, good. Going off of you because he's. It. It's a disgraced disciple. Shang Chi kills his kills his uh, master. Kills his master. Okay, I'm getting it. Sold. Yeah. Sold. 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 But uh, the, I think the secret the secret war story is great. The one the the good one shots I would say renew your vows. Spider Man Thor's where all the Thor's in the universes are like a cop yeah. force for the universe. That's fantastic. Cool. Fantastic Thor's. Uh, ghost racers, all the ghost rider, ghost riders in the universe combined, and they have to yeah. race to, for freedom. That's that's great. Yeah, weird, weird world, which is like its own story. Mm-hmm. It's it's like I've a, seen a couple of those when I go down that, the, the art. The art's trippy in that. It's like yeah. watercolors. And you got the X Men. You got a lot of X Men stuff in there that I'm I'm trying to read. It's all right. Inhumans. It's just it's just too many tie-ins when too many it comes tie-ins. to Marvel. But, DC does tie-ins too sometimes, but but Secret Wars, Secret Wars, is my reboot. Yeah. Final word. Final word. Final All right. Word. Logan. Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool. I hope Deadpool's in that. Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> True. True? Yeah. True. Because um, everything he does is based on true story. True story. Uh, funky Bunch. Live action Mulan. Jackie. <laughs> uh, now you say Chan. <laughs> <laughs> I have to now. Yeah. Chan. <laughs> the Batman. Um... Crusade. Uh, uh, in ex, I what would be another word for anticipated? I'm in. I'm. I'm excited. Excited. Yeah, excited. excited. Don't mess it up. That's one word. One word. Did you see? Don't mess up. Magnificent Seven. Uh, man. What's an what's a word that's below <laughs> magnificent? Because um, is wonderful below magnificent? Great, the uh, great seven. The great seven. 
Not as great as Cinema 7. Yo. What do you uh, give it? Uh, you go first. You say your word first. Good. Just good. I, Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to have to go tired for Mario Picard. Yeah. So I got one final question for you. Okay. But that's the final word. So what was the better Suicide Squad, Magnificent Seven or Suicide Squad? Because it's basically what Magnificent Seven was. True. Um, I have to see Suicide Squad. See, like I, like I said in that episode, we saw it in the drive-in, and I want to see it differently because the drive-in's more about the experience at being in a drive-in. I need to see the movie full on. So I, when it when it comes out, did when it comes out digitally or something, I'll watch it at home and I'll get back to you. But um, Just quick, quick answer: Magnificent Seven or Suicide Squad? Yeah, Suicide Squad. Ooh. Yeah. The Wolverine or <laughs> Magnificent Seven? <laughs> oh man. I'd have to go Suicide Squad also. But man, we're both movies letdowns. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you know what you gotta do? You gotta hmm. end this podcast really sad because <laughs> we were let down by Magnificent <laughs> Seven. No, but, I'm gonna end it with rejoiceful music. No, it's gotta be the Incredible Hulk music when he's walking down the side of the road. Oh my goodness. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's gotta be that music because. This is like the, I was really let down. Yeah. So follow us on Twitter boom. at cinema seven underscore podcast. Uh, go to our website at cinema seven podcast.com. We're also on Facebook. Like us on Facebook, share our page. If you, our email is also on our website. If you want to email us and Has anyone uh, emailed us, not yet. <laughs> to be brutally honest. <laughs> so, uh, if we're fr- uh, hopefully next week, we can get you a new ep- another episode. Godzilla. That's right. That is correct. Godzilla Resurgence or Shin Godzilla, however you want to pronounce it. Ow, I hurt my shins, Godzilla. Hopefully, we can- we'll be able to go see that and review it. Hopefully, this hurricane doesn't mess with our plans. Tyler Hawk going with us? Oh, no, yet. He doesn't have any money. Oh, okay. Man. I got him. I'll get him. Mm, that's my brother! <laughs> so? Okay, you get him. I'll give you the money. To get him. Oh my god! <laughs> so as always, at Cinema Seven, thank you for watching with us. Thank you for listening with us, and thank you for exploring with us. <gasps> I know what song to end the podcast with. Mm. Don't you dare! Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada. None of this. Gunning this, brother running this, buffalo soldier. Look, it's like I told you. Any damsel that's in distress, be out of that dress when she meet Jim West. Rough neck, so go check the law on the vibe. Watch your step with flex and get a hole in your side. Swallow your pride, don't let your lip react. You don't wanna see my hand where my hip be at. With Artemis from the start of this, running the game. James West, taming the West, so remember the name. Now who you gonna call? Not the GB. Now who you gonna call? You ever riff with people wanna bust break out before you get bum rushed at the Wild Wild West When I roll into the Wild Wild West When I stroll into the Wild Wild West When I bounce into the Wild Wild West Cisco Cisco 
in the West. Madman lost his damn mind in the West. Love less, kidnap a dime, nothing less. Now I must put his behind to the test. Then through the shadows in the saddle, ready for battle. Bring all your poison, it kind of poison. Behind my back, all everything you did, front and center. Now where you lip at, kid? Who that is? A mean brother, bow for your health. Looking damn good though, if I can say it myself. Told me Loveless is a madman, but I don't fit that. He got mad weapons too, ain't trying to hear that. Trying to bring down me, the champion. When y'all clowns gon' see that it can't be done. Understand me, son? I'm the slickest they is. I'm the quickest they is. Did I say I'm the slickest they is? So if you barking after wrong tree, we coming. Don't be starting nothing. Me and my partner gonna test your chest, Loveless. Can't stand the heat to get out the wild. wild.